Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And we are continuing with our book, 1984, by George Orwell. We are now on Chapter 2, Part 9-4, the never-ending book, <laughs> book within the book, this damn Emmanuel Goldstein I really, like, guys, I want it to be, I want this part to be over just as much as you guys, and I'm flipping through the book now, and this seems to be, like, the end of the Emmanuel Goldstein bullshit. So, I'm so thankful because it's such a hard read. It's so repetitive. It's very repetitive, and it's very just doomsday and gloomy, and I'm just like, I don't want to live in this world, but there's so many different, like... Or there's so many similarities between our world and yes, this world. Yes, that is very true. Yeah, so um, we left off um, Winston where, um, where he was reading um, Emmanuel Goldstein's book. Like I said, like we said, book within a book. He's still in Mr. Charrington's um, upper apartment that he rents. As it's just a getaway, because obviously he can't, like, live there. Uh, Julia just arrived, and he was super stoked that Julia arrived. And she was just super blasé, as per usual. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was typical, uninterested uh, Julia. Yeah. And so she um, said that she well she started to like lay down and she told Winston just read the book to me aloud so he starts back at chapter one ignorance is strength about how there's three kinds of people and Julia he thought Julia was asleep and Winston's like Julia are you awake and she's like yes my love I'm listening go on it's marvelous when you know she has like half an eye open trying to just like appease yeah. Winston, just like I do with my kids when they're when I'm like half asleep and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, cool. Blaze jumped again and won the race. <laughs> it's like it was also making me think that has she read this before and that's why she doesn't care. And no, I don't think so. I don't think she gives a fuck because it's Julia and she is so just like blase. Yeah, that's unless true. there's a plot twist and she ends up being. His little sister all Ew, grown up. That would and, be really bad. <gasps> oh, my God. Can you imagine how horrible that would be? That would be, and I'm hoping that is not the case. Right? I don't even think We don't be. even know sister's name either, and that would be the right age. No, it wouldn't. No. No. Because he's in, like, what, his late 30s? Yeah, And no, she's only, wouldn't. like, 20. It wouldn't it, Yeah. There's his little sister, there's too much of an age gap. Okay, good. Well, at least we're done with that. <laughs> Got that out of our mind. So, moving forward, um, everything is just the same. So, he is rereading the chapter one of Emmanuel Goldstein's book. But in the first part, he read the first chapter and then, like, kind of skipped ahead. This time, he actually re he, he continues reading chapter one. And he's... And pretty much the the book is saying that the high, the the classes, the cre three kinds of classes, the high has to remain where they are. And the aim of the middle is to change places with the high. So the middle class is trying to, like, compete with the high class and throw them overboard. 
And then they say that the low, that they are too much crushed by drudgery to be more than intermittently conscious of anything outside their daily lives. Mm -hmm. So they want them to stay ignorant and busy. Yeah. So they don't realize what's going on, so they can't overthrow and move forward. Yeah, yeah. They want them to just basically be ignorant. Um, And then eventually the middle class will overthrow the high class. And then then the middle class will eventually part ways. And half the middle class will become high class. The other middle class will stay middle class. And it just kind of goes over and over and over again. And it's kind of what we're seeing, like, now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing a rise of the middle class um, to some of it. And some of the middle class is being kind left behind off. to, yeah. you know, to the lower class. And it is becoming this, like, divide. They're try- And we hear it over and over again in the news and on the press and the media and stuff. And conspiracy theorists and all sorts of people saying that they're trying to get rid of the middle class and I think that this is the perfect example because the higher middle class or you know half the middle class is able to they'll fit in that top tier they're gonna fit into the top tier and overthrow because they're up there and they have the right connections and then that's gonna leave the other middle class either staying at middle class or completely go back down to poverty poverty yeah yeah um and that's it. And, like, um, they're then overthrown by the middle who enlist the low on their side by pretending to them that they are fighting for liberty and justice. As soon as they have reached their objective, the middle thrust the low back into their old position of servitude and themselves become the high. So it's presented, almost like a tug of war. Yeah. They're just going back and forth and back and yeah, forth. Yeah. But this, like, tug of war takes decades to if not a century, to fully unfold and redistribute and realign, and then it just happens all over again. And, it, like, history repeats itself. And, I mean, to say that this book is a, um, you know, quote-unquote conspiracy book or a prophecy of what's happening, well, it's because history repeats itself. George Orwell did not have a crystal ball. He was not... Yeah. He was just a political... I think that he was just a political person that was writing about politics. He was, like, a political, like... It'd be like if Joe Rogan wrote some fictional books. Yeah. You know, about our world in a fictional way. Because you can see what's going to happen. It's Mm -hmm. not... Especially the way that it repeats itself. And it really does. You look it back in history. And that's all I could think of is that... You know, and then... Well, look at, like, the Great Depression, you know, and how everything crashed, and so many people were, like, left in poverty. And that was There in was no middle class. 1929, and it's about that time again. Yeah. You know, and um, the book says, even today in a period of decline, the average human being is physically better off than he was a few centuries ago. And that even makes... is even rings true to today from... If you look at the middle class, even in the 80s or 70s, you know, the the middle class, the working class, it was the mom would stay at home, the husband would go to work. They could afford to They could to afford do to do all yeah. that. But at the same time, then we have to look at, like, the economics of the fact that they didn't have to pay for laptops, technology, Wi-Fi, cable. Or just the fact that, like, how much... 
housing has increased housing, to buy yeah. a home. I mean, yeah, we live in California, but not even California, just, just across everywhere. America. How much the housing has risen compared to how much salaries have risen. Mm-hmm. Salaries have gone up with it. But so has the cost of food, everything else, gas, obviously. Everything. And that's you have to. I mean, you think about it, and it's like, okay, cool. So the guy, the guy at the grocery store, that's like the bagger at the grocery store. He's gonna make now thirty dollars an hour. Well, you can't still sell an apple for five cents. Yeah, he's gonna have to. You know, you have to sell an apple for a dollar now. And people that don't know, like how much Americans make. Because, like, other countries, you know, Mm. listen. Like, right now, you could be a high school student, uh, you know, 15, 16, with a worker's permit. You can get a job at a McDonald's. Most people know what a McDonald's is. You're you're making, right now, minimum wage in California is $15. or $16. I'm not sure. My guys don't make minimum. No. And I I always get confused. They're upping it. So, the problem is that they're upping it every year. And five years ago, it was um, like $12 or something. And now it's just, it's in the past five, six years, it's gone up to $16. I think it's, no, no, no. I think it's $15.50. But I then think. next year, it's going to go up to 16 Then the year but after. But nobody's even, but my point that I was going to say too is that if you go to McDonald's and you go, like if you go to McDonald's, you go through the drive through there's a sign. Everyone is hiring right now. Yeah. And there's a sign that says hiring. They don't even pay you minimum wage. They're no, already 18. starting you at like $18 an hour because that's how much they want workers because they need people to and work. Then, and then, even then, at $18 an hour, you can't even afford a studio apartment here. No, you can't, but it's not bad for like a 16-year-old kid. But that's, is, and that, that's the problem is that the people that, you know, the people who are fighting for these higher wages are saying, well, I should be able to support my family on this. On minimum wage? Yeah. Yeah. Which, but you, you cannot support a family on minimum wage. You can't support yourself on minimum wage. If You're you still have two adults working full-time, both at minimum wage, you might you be able to get a studio or a room. might be able to do it, but um, you better not have, like, more than one kid or no kids. No, no kids. No, no kids I know, but and I'm not saying, even a dog. It's not even For realistic real. to <laughs> say like, oh, it's not fair. You shouldn't have two. You shouldn't have a kid or whatever. It's not like that. But it's just like realistically, like if you want the best life, like for your child or your animal or like whatever you, yeah, extra you, you want. You there, you, there's no saving for a house. There's no buying no, a car. There's nothing extra. You're gonna be taking public transportation or riding a bike to work or like maybe you have an old beater car or something, but. Yeah. 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 But so like just to give people an idea of how much, you know, the rate is in at least in California. Yeah. And and, and so, yeah, it's kind of we are in that weird divide where it really is like we're the world that we knew it 20 years ago is going to be massively different for us in California in 10 years. Yeah. There will be a huge divide between upper and low class. And there then, will be no middle class. Middle class will be almost non-existent. Let's say that you you'll got, either be making it or you won't, because yeah. how many homeless people are here right now? Like, well, I'll, I mean, just right outside, I can open up the door right now from our studio, and we can we can see ten homeless people. 
Yeah, with tents that like live right there, right there, like right there. And we we're not like in like a crummy we're, no. area. We're like how many miles from the beach? We're like not even a mile. Yeah. We're like if you take that road down, it goes straight to the beach. Yeah, like, we're it's we're right coastal there. community. Yeah, but that's also the reason is because we have the nice weather. Yeah. But it's like over every freeway pass, under the freeway pass, on the side of the freeways, up every. It's just it's very um, it's very sad. And, and there there isn't like really like a lot of homeless shelters for the mountain no. people. There isn't any place for them to really go. No, because they've taken away all the funding for all of that. And then the other thing is is that like some people don't want to. If they you, want to live like that. Well, yeah, but if you want, let's say, like, you're, like, 18, 19, 20, whatever, and you're moving out of your parents' home, um, you're not going to college. Just say you have a job and you're going to, like, rent a room with some buddies or some girlfriends or something. Like, to rent a room, just a bedroom with, like, a shared kitchen, shared living room, shared bathroom, you're looking at, like, I've seen online, like, um, 1200 like, or so, right? It's more. It's more. It's like it 15, now? 16 for a bedroom. That's so insane. Because I ha- I know people that are like looking for places to rent. Like an yeah. apartment though. Like a two bedroom apartment. And then you look at like They this- can't even find a two bedroom apartment for more than like $2,500. And that's, yeah. or, you know. But then, and that's but, in the ghetto. But like then the bad you area. have to think of, okay, cool. $15 an hour. Well, that's only 100 hours a week or 100 hours a month. And you should do that in two and a half weeks. Well, the taxes on that is they take away 30% of your money. Well, then plus you have to pay utilities. And then food and everything your, else. You have your but phone. It's, you it's have in, your transportation. You have your medical costs. So you have like whatever. Like yeah, it, it, food, it, it's like, et cetera, et cetera. going yeah. up. No, so, so just to give people an idea how close this book is to like real our life. reality. I don't know. You guys will have to tell us if it's close to your reality because we really only have California to. Like, I mean, base. we're thankful that our wages are not set at the minimum wage wages, but there's a lot of people in in the area that we know are affected by it. Yeah. Yep. So, um. Anyways, moving back to the book. So they keep, like, everybody in this class area by, um, especially the lower class, by the promise of compensation in an imaginary <laughs> world beyond the grave. As we're talking about money, it's all compensation. Yeah, well, it's all, it all like, goes. it is. Yeah. And that's really, like, <laughs> so in the past, the middle, this is what the book says, in the past, the middle had made revo- revolutions under the banner of equality and then had established a fresh tyranny as soon as the old one was overthrown. So the middle threw out the yeah. old high class, higher class and then they split off and um <clears throat> excuse me. One of the um the philosophies in East Asia was is is death worship in the book and mm-hmm. it had the conscious aim of perpetuating unfreedom and inequality. Almost to be like, dude, you're not going to be free. Like, it's almost like they're just trying to be real. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, let's not let's not do these fake promises. Yeah. And when I read about the like, oh, we're trying to say equality. We're trying to say this. And all I thought of was like um, Bernie Sanders. 
Like oh Bernie Sanders, Bernie, feel oh, the burn because about he was Sanders. always like, oh, we want equality, we want this, we want that, with no actual plan. He is yeah. middle class, try, and he wasn't, he's not rich. Well, I don't know, like, but he portrayed himself as being like higher very middle humble, class yeah. and very humble, and you know, living off the grid. I think he really did mean well. He did, but he's trying yeah. to overthrow the higher class to perpetuate this shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so if, it, so it also says that, um, history was right now intel- intelligible, but if it was intelligible, then it was alterable. So you could change mm-hmm. shit, but you really, you couldn't, you had to keep people stupid yeah. in order to keep it going. Um, in earlier ages, class distinctions had been not only inevitable but desirable. Inequality was the price of civilization. So it's like in earlier ages, everybody they wanted to be not equal so they could continue moving forward. And instead, people have come along. Every so often, a revolution happens, and they're but like, but it's constantly yeah, the revolution it's is always constantly going yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. Every new political theory, by whatever name it. It's called itself led back to hierarchy and regimentation. And that's exactly what the book says. Mm-hmm. So people were just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, like, oh man, dude. this book has no hope right now. No. Um, Thanks, Goldstein. What? Okay, so I want to read this little part. What kind of people would control this world had been equally obvious. The new aristocracy was made up for the most part of bureaucrats, scientists, technicians, trade union organizers, publicity experts, sociologists. Sociologists. I've taken a sociology class once. It's like a tongue twister when yeah. you say it. Teachers, journalists, and professional politicians. These people whose origins lay in the salaried middle class and the upper grades of the working class had been shaped and brought together by the barren world of monopoly industry and centralized government. So they're like, mm-hmm. here, you go be a scientist. You go do this. You go. Do, I'm going to do this. And we're going to stay middle class. And all the workers, the hard workers, are going to stay down there. Yeah. And the... Upper people will just well, stay right there until we can. They're the freaking like one like, percent or two percent or people. But once the invention of print, it they were able to like newspapers, media. They were starting to be able to control, manipulate. Oh yeah, that's when they can change everything. Yeah, that's- they they can manipulate the public opinion. Mm-hmm. Through film and the radio. And what does that remind you of now? Programming. Everyone says that everything that, like, in our media is to program you. Yeah. And Heather brought up a really funny um, thought yesterday. So there is a new Disney movie coming out. <gasps> oh, yeah. Pixar Disney. And I, um, it's called Elio. E-L-I-O. It looks really cute. Oh, my God. So cute. But it's um, about aliens coming to the world so it's not like Lilo and Stitch it's just about an 
like an, like an invasion. Like, it, it's an invasion. And uh, Elio or Elio. Um, I think he gets sucked into Elio. a portal or something. No, he gets sucked up and they think that he is the leader of America <gasps> oh, or yeah. the world, the planet, yeah. Earth. Yeah. And his mom oh, yeah, is like, like teach me your leader. Yeah, like yeah. But it just, it's, it's, um, and just with everything going on with the UFOs right now, like in Vegas and all that, Heather's like, they're programming us. Yeah, what is that called? Pre de- pre de- pre predetermination, pre- no, predestination, pre predivination. Div- oh, div- what is the word? Divination. It's on the tip of my tongue. Well, predetectivation. So I've never seen this. What the fuck is um, the word? In, Everybody that knows, has ever listened to this podcast knows that I'm a major Disney person. So I had just gotten the email from my D23 membership, and it was, like, the first trailer. So we saw it first. Oh, really? That was the day they dropped it. Oh, predictive. Predi- Pre- predictive? Predi- predictive. Programming. You're still trying. I'm still trying. <laughs> it's the thing. It's Very the- cute. She, she won't stop. I'm stubborn. So I have it. <laughs> you made I- me I have it in my brain. Okay, I have it in my brain. But sometimes I have kind of a... When I was a child, (laughs) I was in speech therapy. Because if you notice when I speak, I kind of have a lisp. And my tongue swells up when I talk a lot. And there's not enough room in my mouth for it, so I can't talk. Your mouth is fucking huge. I don't know. There's not enough. (laughs) It's psychological. Like, it doesn't really swell up, but I feel like it does. Have you ever had it where your mouth goes... Your brain is going and your mouth can't, your lips can't keep up. Yeah, you're like, about to tumble. <laughs> like, like, and then rah. you have to, like, stop for, like, a very long period of time. And, like, that's, I think that's happening right now. <laughs> you, I like, just, breathe through it. I just haven't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's in my brain, but I just can't say it. But that word and then programming. <laughs> 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 We've already been way past it, but I won't let it go. All right. So I'm a bull. Meanwhile. You haven't noticed. Um, so I've decided to highlight and underline like Heather does. <laughs> and my whole damn book is highlighted and underlined. And I don't know where to start. But um, we're on this 206. Yeah. So, um, so every citizen or at least every citizen important enough to be worth watching could be kept for 24 hours a day under the eyes of the police and in sound mm-hmm. of official propaganda. So that would be their telescreen. At first, yeah. when I saw that, I was thinking of, like, the Kardashians because they're, like, oh. worth watching. Like, we're all watching them. And, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Reality TV. Um, That's true. I didn't even think about reality TV. That's a whole nother game. Yeah. And then... um it goes on to be like the possibilities, um, the possibility of enforcing not only complete obedience to the will of the state, but complete u- uniformity of opinion on all subjects now existed for the first time. So pretty much like um, they have nobody else to talk to. They can't talk to other countries. They can't talk outside of their class. They are only being programmed to listen to this telescreen, to the, what their what the media or whatever is the telescreen in this case is telling them yeah and um so they needed to make sure that the high class like when the high when the middle class overthrew the high class or parts of it yeah part of the middle class they already knew what was 
needed to safeguard the position. And so that is, I think, how we get families like the Rothschilds and these the Trump Trumps and, you know, Ob- Obama will be rich and famous forever. Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. these names are just going to be perpetually there for the next 80 years. Whether mm-hmm. we like it or not, they're going to be the wealthier people. Yeah. But we put them there too, though. Like we put them on a pedestal. Like they, yeah. they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like even the Kardashians, they were just. Oh my god, that is the stupidest shit. Well, their dad was the lawyer. Well, he was a prominent lawyer. But okay. then their stepdad was. And he was yeah, but their biological dad was a prominent lawyer. He actually was, was part of the, the dream o- team the for O.J. Simpson trials. If you guys know about that, then if you don't, look it up because it's a lot to get into. But then the dad is Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, right? Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known I, I as think Bruce Jenner. I think it's so funny that she chose a C name. Or a K. Like, oh, by yeah. C, but... Because everything is K. Yeah. yeah. I well, always thought I that was really weird. That, though. But he's not a fucking Kardashian. Oh, that's true. But Kendall and Kylie aren't Kardashians in their Ks, too. Yeah, but at that point, Mom was just doing the Ks. Yeah. Maybe he just... Or she just wanted to be, like feel like one of the girls. Oh, my God. But you know what's funny is that Bruce's kids before, like, Brody Jenner... Brody, Brody Jenner is fucking hot, though. Oh, I know. I like Drew... Well, I don't know how he is now, but... Brody Brody Jenner. Okay, Bruce Jenner's dad, Brody, and Brendan Jenner. He went... He did the same thing with the names of bees. Bruce and Brody... And Brendan. I I never thought about that. Yeah, the, the... uh, Brothers he, of Malibu, or Boys of Malibu. Is he older or younger than Brody? I think he's older. Huh. He's older by a few years. But you only know Brody so much because he was on Laguna Beach and yeah. the Hills. No, I know. You or said the that. Hills, not Laguna, but the Hills. I Whatever show he was on with it those, was the Hills. I with used LC to watch all and, of those. Yeah, and yeah. Low and all that. Yeah. yeah. And it was Kristen Calvary or Calliver. Yeah. I loved all that. Yeah. 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 All right, well. Anyway, back to this. Shout out, shout out to Brody Jenner. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, even know how old he is. I think he's younger than me. Or maybe the same. Uh, maybe the same. He's a little bit older than me. So he might be right in the middle of us. He might yeah. be like 42. So yeah, maybe your age. Yeah. Doable. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Okay, so um, what is interesting is that the party owns everything in Oceania. So there is no um, individual property. Mm, yeah. They just own that everything. Sucks. And that reminds me of today because here, I mean, like, I don't know about other places, but here um, people, like, or companies are buying up all these properties. And then you have, um, and it, w- w- even without that, the government charges you property tax. Or what about eminent domain? Yeah. You could just own, you could own your shit right out and they can just come in and be like, eminent mother- domain, we need to make a road right here. My mother. We need your house. That's what happened with my mother-in-law. Yeah. She was living with a farm, horses, shit like that, what, a mile or two off the off the coast, right? Yeah. How, like all that shit. And, and in the 60s, they came and said, late 60s? Maybe even early seventies, eminent domain and built a fucking high school. Yeah. Over their farm. Yeah. 
Bye. And yeah. and they don't they don't pay you like a shit ton of money. They pay you like the lowest dollar amount possible and they're like, bye. And you have to get out and everything you, you worked for, you built for. But, so it's the okay. same thing. But yeah, it's the same fucking thing. And property and tax. How about away? property tax? Yeah. Why are we paying property tax on property that we've already paid taxes on to purchase said property mm-hmm. over and over again? And then HOAs. Oh, HOAs suck so bad. I'm over. Remember the condo? Yeah. Dude, the HOAs were crazy there. And the and that pool wasn't and the jacuzzi like, was green. Yeah, and they were like, I don't even know how much the HOAs were. I forget, but it was over. Well, this was like 10 years ago or something, It was right? a lot. What you told me was like ridiculous. It was over like two, $300 yeah, or something was 10 years ago. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. And over by, the rich, by the rich area where we have the shop, there's a rich area, and it's all condos. You know there's HOA because of the way that it's all done, and it's beautiful up there, and it's super rich. Like, they're million-dollar condos. Their HOA is $115. One, one, five. That's it. Why is it so cheap? I don't fucking know, but they were bitching about how their HOA went up. And I'm all, you all got million-dollar condos, and you guys are bitching about $115? Like, uh-uh. I Unless mean, that's a day, like, I don't even want to hear it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty low. And if anybody doesn't know what an HOA is, because I know it's we have a homeowners, homeowners association. association, and all they do is tell you that you cannot do things that you want to do. Like a uh, homeowners association, rule number one, you can't wash your car in your driveway. Oh, and by the way, you can't have out the gnome in your yard. You have to have your grass cut. You have to make sure that everything looks beautiful. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can only have patio furniture on your patio. God forbid you have like an extra plant or... No, no plants. God God forbid you go to the pool and you have a towel hanging out to dry because you don't want to put it sopping wet like in your dryer. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, it's it's so stupid. It's not even like your patio looks like shit. It's like, yeah. It's like you're doing things. You're you're living. They want it to look like you don't live there. Or God forbid like you paint your fence like a, a like slightly different oh, yeah, brown. Oh yeah, no, you can't. You can't paint. Don't. It has to be the exact same color. God damn it! You have a swatch book of five colors, and if you don't look like the Morgans next door, you're fucked. Do not get be you, colorblind. You oh will be my fucked. god! <laughs> and my dad you, was colorblind, <laughs> and you, that happened to him before because he tried. Oh, okay. The very short story. My dad was colorblind. It never is short. We lived in his condo. And, um, yeah, he had to, like, paint the fence. And he's like, Heather, does this match? Is this the right color? And it was, like, so <laughs> off. I was like, no, that is not the right color. And he's like, fucking HOA. I remember. Yeah. No, and it's, and then if you don't do it right, you have, like, 30 days to comply. And if you don't comply, then you have to pay a fine and on top was, of your HOA. He was on the HOA board at one point because he was just like, if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> and he still didn't make no changes. <laughs> All right. Well, meanwhile, um, so factories, mines, lands, houses, chance where everything had been taken away from them. And since these things were no longer private property, it followed that they must be public property. Mm-hmm. So they called this, um, it's like an earlier socialist movement that economic equality has been made permanent. And it's almost like when somebody comes here and does an intimate domain, like somebody could go squat at your house and you can't, not intimate domain, sorry, squatter's rights. 
So you could go, somebody could, like, I could go on vacation, somebody could come into my house, move in, and it would take six months to a year to get them out. But that varies by state to state, I think. Yeah, and even county to county, city by city, I'm sure, but in our area, which is fucked. Yeah. So. Unless you're on reservation land. They have to leave immediately. That's great. I do know that for a fact. Yep. We've played that. Um... So, pretty much only a strong class of people could remain in power permanently. And that's it. Like, just, you gotta be strong. Be strong, people. You gotta fight for your rights. To live. Not even to party. Just to (laughs) fucking live. Beast boys. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And the, um, so the only dangerous part of, like, being a higher class person and having that, like, quote unquote, disappear would be the ther- theoretical one that the masses, um, would revolt of their own accord. And, yeah, like, there's, a, like, they just need to keep continuous warfare going to keep up public morale, to keep rations all fucked. They just keep it all going. It's an endless fucking cycle. Oh, and by the way, here we have the Big Brother bio that I'm gonna uh, read. Yeah, I did. The did same you thing. say the Big Brother? No, I'm like, I just Big Brother wrote bio. At the top. Big Brother with a big old arrow. So, so yeah. Okay, we're so both on the they, same like. Yeah, they <laughs> um. So the Big Brother is like it's like a picture of pyramid and Big Brother's at the top. Yeah. At the apex of the pyramid comes Big Brother. Big Brother is infallible and all-powerful. Every success, every achievement, every victory, every scientific discovery, all knowledge, all wisdom, all happiness, all virtue, all ha- are held to issue directly from his leadership and inspiration. Nobody has ever seen Big Brother. He is a face on the hoardings, a voice on the telescreen, we may be reasonably sure that he will never die. And there is already considerably considerable uncertainty as to when he was born. Big Brother is the guise in which the party chooses to exhibit itself to the world. His function is to act as a focusing point for love, fear, and reverence. Emotions which are more easily felt toward an individual than toward an organization. But... I am still going with my theory that Emmanuel Goldstein is fucking Big Brother. Because look at this goddamn book. No, but look. in the book. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Because it says his face on the hoardings, his voice on the telescreen. The only voice we hear is, is Goldstein. I'm telling you, and I've said that since fucking page, like... 102 yeah. or some but shit. But this is kind of confirming it right now. Like this oh, is. Oh, we're gonna get major confirmation. We is, have to. This is like by a the end of the book. We have to have confirmation it. Confirmation here. Gosh, and I can't wait to see the movie too. Yeah. The okay. Gonna be good. So then it goes on to say that the the next part of the pyramid would be the inner party. Its numbers limited to six millions or something less than two percent of the population of Oceania. Below the inner party comes the outer party, which the inner party would be, um, what was his name, Brian, or what was Brian, Brian? O'Brien? O'Brien. O'Brien. And then the outer party, which would be Julia and Winston. Yeah. 
um, because they do work within the government realm. But they're not. They're not party members. They're not party sense. members. They're not in the one percent or whatever. Yeah. So they that comes the outer party, which if the inner party is described as the brain of the state, may be justly likened to the hands. Below that come the dumb masses, whom we habitually refer to as the proles. Yeah, so they're just like the everyday the, people. Yeah, and they are at, they're eighty five percent of the population. In the terms of our earlier classification, the proles are the low. For the slave population of the equatorial lands, equatorial lands, who pass constantly from conqueror to conqueror, are not a permanent or necessary part of the structure. So they're like below the pyramid. They're like nothing. They're like nothing. They're like the dirt. They're like the well, they're the, the dirt slave cement, population. The bullshit. Yeah. That that explains it all. They're 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 not even like that's human like the hierarchy them. pyramid. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like it's a it fucking is a crazy. Fucking pyramid. Yeah. And also, what I thought was fun, or fun fact, is that you cannot be born into the inner party. Yeah. So, just because, okay, so, like, you have, like, our president, Joe Biden, and then you have Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden would, in this world, would have to make his own way, pave his own way. Yeah. He would not just be granted inner party status, um, where in the world we live in right now, he's just granted yeah, he can pretty much do whatever he wants, and he has. Yeah. And then same with, like, Trump's kids and shit. Like, they're yeah. just, they're rich, they're whatever. Kardashians. Their kids will be able to. Paris Hilton. Yeah. You know, they can do whatever they want. It's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, born with a silver spoon. Exactly. Yeah. So, it does say that um, they have to take an examination at the age of 16. And that's where they... To know place. If, well, yeah, to know if they're actually able to be so, in a branch of the party. That means that there's no generational wealth. Yeah. So what you do today, like where we are sitting right now, the only reason why we are sitting in this location is because my husband's grandfather decided to buy a shit ton because of shit. Because of generational wealth. Because of generational wealth. You know what I mean? I mean, it's poor generational wealth. Like, it's not like, well, we're not sitting in a fucking mansion. We don't have a mansion. But it's like, but, but honestly. Not the point, because there's people in other countries that don't even have houses. So in yeah, that sense, like. Like. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're, we're not, yeah. you know, we're, we're not, we're not in these we're like high thankful. class. We're, we're super thankful. thankful. But still, like, when you think of generational wealth, I think of the Hiltons. And, oh, but yeah. Ultimately, yeah. like, so in reality, like, this wouldn't even be, this wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, I know. Like, where we are right yeah. now, you know? Like, and, and then I look at, like, my stepson, and I mean, even our our house and our living situation, it is. Mm-hmm. Even living where, where we lived together in the condo, your dad, like, your dad's condo. Well, that was kind of a generational That wealth. was. That was. <laughs> even, as, though even though it's such wealthy. a small, it's a small little, like, yeah. piece of it. But yeah. because of what he worked towards, we got to see and reap rewards. And now, look, you're getting paid back tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that there's actually no racial discrimination or any anything like that. Um, when I read that, you know what I thought of? What? How they can change their faces. Well, it goes on to say, like, Jews. It uses the word Negro in here, which is really weird. 
It's oh like, no, it's a, no, it's not weird because that's what they call them. This book was made in forty in forty eight. Oh, because I was yeah, like, remember what the you're hell? like what the fuck? But no, this book was made in nineteen forty eight. That's I feel, true. Like, I guess right? they would still say that. So it does yeah. say Jews, Negroes, because, South yeah. Americans. Nineteen forty nine. Of pure Indian blood are to be found in the highest ranks of the party. Yep. And the administrators of any area are always so there's drawn no, from like, the inhabitants racist. of that area. So, like, yeah. There's no racism. There's yeah. nothing. Which I thought was strange. I mean, it's great that there isn't, but it's just the way everything else is set with, like, the classes and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought that there would be, like, more racist You would think, something. but it's not about race. It's just about who is going to keep their ideology. Yeah. That, and that's what they're tested on. Is yeah. who... Okay, look. The most gifted among them who might possibly become nuclei of discontent are simply marked down by the thought police and eliminated. Mm. Um, that's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say this well, one. No, it's yeah. rulers are not held together by blood ties, but by adherence to a common doctrine. So, as long as you're, like, a Hill, Hitler, or, you know, not, I'm totally not, a, like, for You're Hitler. not a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> but I'm, like, because now I'm thinking about 1949, so I'm, like, you know. Just but whatever Allah, like. or God, or, you know, we, this is what we like, or this is, <laughs> this is what we're compare. for. I know. I'm not. I'm not. Although Hitler did try oh to my play God. God. We love Disney. So anybody who is going to continue forward with my Disney passion can take my reins and move along with me. To, to You know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Not like, really. I don't know where the you don't know where, reference came in. Because I'm trying to get rid of, like, all of God and Hitler. So I'm like, okay, if I was, oh, like, if yeah, I was, forget like, about all that. forget about all that and just yeah. be like, okay, my ideology is Disney. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. I don't care if you're my kid. If you're not going to follow that, then you go away and I'll bring in somebody that will follow that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. And by the yeah. way, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I kick anybody to the door that doesn't like Disney and won't go to Disney with me. Oh my gosh. Anyways. It's the truth. Disney's fun. God damn it. You know it. You can't be my friend if you won't go to Disneyland. As long as we go to Pandora, I'm good. Yeah. No, I've dragged her out to D23 (laughs) Expo for two days. I know. I I can't wait to go back. Oh. It's in Florida this year. We got so much good swag, too. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. In my Maui you. voice, which is from <laughs> Moana, which is a Disney movie. <laughs> Was that your Moana voice? Or no, Maui. Maui. Voice? You're welcome. Have you never watched Ma- Moana? I do, but I don't like your impression. Dude, you're welcome. When Maui's like, you're welcome, I did this, I did this, I brought the sun to the moon to the stars to get you the Okay, thing. that's better, now I like it. You're welcome. Yeah, you I, and then the Moana's like, I am not here. Oh, you want me to sign your board. You're welcome. <laughs> See, now it's for now real? It's better, now for it's real? Now I have to <laughs> sing. Yes. Uh, you gotta sing Fuck on like you. every other episode at this rate. So anyways, the older kind of socialist... <laughs> Who had been trained to fight against something called class privilege assumed that what is not hereditary cannot be permanent. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm so glad that you're taking this any part of this series. So pretty much blood doesn't fucking matter. That's all that yeah. we're ending with. Is that um, the party is not concerned with perpetuating its blood, but with perpetuating itself. Who wields power is not important, provided that the hierarchy. 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 We're Hi- getting Hierarchy. Hierarchical structure remains always the same. Guys, it's getting late. You know how we are. When I already late. explained that I was in speech therapy. I don't know what your problem <laughs> is. <laughs> Hierarchy. But that's not the word. I know. It, it ends with A-L, not what. I can't even add the A-L. <laughs> I really can say the first part. So that's where we're going to leave off because we're going to lose ourselves. So we are this very two-part, this two-part um chapter thing that we thought we could do in two parts is now going to turn into five. But I promise that the next time is going to be the last and then we can move on. This is all going to be the next read right here? Yeah, 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 yeah. From page 210 to 218. It's only eight pages. We can do it. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you it get is. into get it, the goddamn it book. Actually, um, Heather made us an Amazon, like, well, made you guys an Amazon list of things that we use here so you can purchase them as well. For example, the 1984 George Orwell book. So if you would like to see how hard this book is really to read, I suggest you purchase the exact same copy that we have and find it on the uh, Amazon it's on our it's on our bio, on our Facebook, on Instagram. You can Click on it and it will say things that we are recommending to you. And this book is one of them because... You can follow along. You can read and follow along. That's, yeah. But, um, so she did that. That was her her contribution to the podcast this week. Yeah, I made a bunch of reels, too. I am so excited, though, that you will... And I wrote, like, a 15-page, (laughs) two-part alien documentary, Okay. Like we can Okay, make it we love you. We love you. You're fine. You're movie. fine. You're fine. But on the flip okay. side, you are a fucking killer IT person because you saved everything. Only for like three hours today. She so. saved it. She saved the podcast today because I am not techie. So, okay. And with that, we hope that you enjoyed <laughs> this uh, part of this book, 1984 by George Orwell. And we hope that you enjoy us talking and rambling when we're tired because that's the best time to talk about this fucked up world because in the comparisons to our fucked up world. And good night, see you later, and goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you so much. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe and follow us on all of social media. And thank you so much. Bye. Bye.